0: hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to the knee jerk podcast once again for our third episode with uh me ahmed bilge and
1: i am michelle cult uh the patronizing clap is back it it gets
0: better every single time (laughs) Your timing, impeccable.
1: (laughs) Well, I've had all of two weeks to practice, so (laughs) it's been You were just at home
0: going, and Michelle called. No, do it again.
1: (laughs) And Michelle called. Yeah, I've just been practicing saying my name (laughs) for two weeks. It's great. I'm looking at your chair here in your living room right now. This is the first time we're recording in Alphard's living room as opposed to mine. And I'm seeing a chair here that looks like that sort of chair used to be in my grandmother's living room like i swear to god this exact chair
0: yeah it's probably this exact one
1: probably <laughs> i don't know like she-
0: i broke into your grandma's house that's how i got it she's dead no but like maybe okay. maybe
1: someone took it to some and then you go you went and took it I don't know.
0: who knows who knows anyway what do you think about the vibe the vibe of this doing house it, yeah doing it here as opposed to because like we're just it, done it i like it yeah like,
1: you know you have a dining table and it has space on it which <laughs> i don't
0: <laughs> I a
1: dining table but it's full of it doubles stuff. as
0: a office table
1: it doubles as an office table uh, it doubles as a, an admin uh cupboard it yeah. doubles as uh you know uh cooking surface sometimes <laughs> ironing board <laughs> Ironing board. <laughs>
0: yeah. well yes uh, ladies and gentlemen we're back we're back for the knee jerk podcast where we uh squabble and and uh fight over uh, unnecessary things oh some of some of the topics are a bit more uh, interesting but uh we're just gonna we like to argue about stuff yeah. argue is too harsh is there a nicer word for argue like Friendlier, argue like discuss. Discuss. <laughs> is there is there a less boring way of saying
1: exchange opinions. <laughs> debate? Exchange debate.
0: debate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Okay, let's start with our first topic, um, and I'm excited about this.
1: Okay, I
0: have. Fucking opinions about All this. All right, <laughs> let's hear them. <laughs> um, it's about actually a votation that's happening right now in Switzerland. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I don't know when it's going to happen, but the voting slips have gone out to yeah. people. And um, it is the... Uh, I believe it's called the Verhüllungsverbot, yeah. which means
1: a ban on
0: the prohibition of covering, basically. So basically for Burkas and the Niqab. And uh, the Swiss people are now... They're basically voting if they want it to be prohibited in Switzerland or not to wear a face covering burka or niqab. And kind of interesting, of course, uh, the SVP um, uh, started this initiative. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, of course. Cause... Of course.
0: <laughs> Nobody was it's thinking like, about it.
1: <laughs> it's like, you know, honestly, there's, I think, estimations say there are like 30 women in Switzerland who yeah. live here. And aren't just tourists who will wear one yeah. in public? 30. Yeah. And apparently the issue is big enough to you know, address it in the constitution. Thirty people,
0: It's 30 people and that's getting on their nerves. Mm. <laughs> it is funny until they brought it up. I don't think anybody was thinking about it. No, honestly, <laughs> like Nobody I was don't bothered know. by it. I wasn't going to the supermarket, like, Oh, all these goddamn people with that. I can't see yeah. their faces. Yeah. But yeah. still, I think it's an interesting conversation to, even though it's only 30 people, I do think it's an interesting topic. Uh, let's just start off with a very simple what do you think? I am guessing you are going to say no. no ban is no ban it, no, no ban is no your ban. your position. What do you think my position is?
1: Um well, I don't know. Like you picked this topic because you thought we were going to disagree. Yes. So I'm guessing you would say yes, uh, yes, you... I
0: think I would. Okay. And you know, this is, this is a knee jerk podcast, so this isn't a fully formed opinion, maybe, okay. but I've thought about this a little bit. Okay. And I am pro ban somehow.
1: Okay. Um, That's interesting.
0: It's, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a weird, weird thing. Um, I think people are, okay, so this is what I think is happening. I think we're taking certain, um, certain opinions we have, like for example, with abortion, people yeah. say uh, woman's body, woman's choice yeah right yeah. and i do want to start off by saying this i do find it in general ridiculous that the state would tell their citizens if they can wear act. a certain fabric yeah, or not yeah, in general yeah. i find that ridiculous just like i find gun laws to a certain degree like certain like not it's not in switzerland like that but you know in other countries like the uk you can't really own a gun yeah. right it's not really allowed mm-hmm. i also find that in the same way ridiculous of like who the fuck is the state to tell me i can have a gun or not even though that's an extreme thing we're talking about fabric on one side and Mm -hmm. gun on the other yeah it's not exactly
1: the same not exactly the same but the
0: sentiment is the same for me like
1: okay you're pretty look liberal
0: yeah, I just don't want the state to get involved. I, I want them to be as least involved as they can be. All right, you know what I mean in general in everything.
1: I understand. That same thing an,
0: for abortion on too. On an
1: intellectual level, I understand that. <laughs> no, but
0: uh, it, seriously, it's the same thing for abortion. For example, who are yeah, who that, are we absolutely. to tell somebody to if they can kill their fetus or not? <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I mean the the uh, the issue is always like where do your rights stop and someone else's right. rights to start. safety start yes and that discussion to a degree applies to abortion too a little bit like with guns like the safety is obviously the biggest sort of counter argument to who is the state to tell me whether i can own a gun mm-hmm. but i do agree like if there is nobody's safety or At stake, then. Look, if you want, I I don't like guns necessarily. (laughs) I'm not
0: like a gun guy. I'm never gonna own one.
1: Yeah.
0: But still, on a principle, I'm just like, (laughs) you don't get to tell me if I get to have a gun or not. Okay. (laughs) Just in general, whatever. It's not about guns. Um, this is why I'm I'm against. I'm I'm like pro ban. Let's say a little bit. Um, I think people are overestimating because overestimating how much these women. Who wear like the Burka, for example, really want to do it. I think that there's there's a gross misunderstanding a little bit there, I feel like. Because it's not like that's why I brought up abortion as an example. Um I don't think the I don't think that's not, it's not the same type of people where you go, it's my body, my choice. Yeah. Of course it is. At the end of the day, we we don't want to tell anybody what to wear or not, but I don't think most women who wear a burqa do it independently of their own volition. I don't believe that. Maybe there's obviously, like, especially in Western countries, there's a very small minority of women who are like, I wear it and I'm happy. And I, this is why. I agree why. with
1: that. I agree with that.
0: I think I there's a lot of societal pressure, like, beyond societal family pressure, uh-huh. which literally translates into my husband my dad my family made me wear this
1: absolutely i mean i i don't know because i'm not familiar with, with these types of family mm-hmm. dynamics but i can absolutely imagine that that's the case the my counterpoint would be are you helping the women who are wearing a burqa, but not either they're you know mm-hmm. because they want to but because they're being forced to are you helping them by banning it or are they just they just going to have to stay at home from now on that they cannot wear the burqa in public anymore like are you making them less oppressed by banning them that is kind of
0: where hmm. i'm not
1: sure the ban is a good idea maybe
0: not on a 1 to 1 like personal level you're it's probably not helpful like mm-hmm. you said but maybe overall it is helpful to say, "Look,
1: as, as a we, we
0: fucking do not like this sort of behavior." Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because I think, okay, this—I want to go deeper into it. I think this is where it also um, kind of stems from my thoughts about mm-hmm. this. Is that what's the sentiment behind the burqa? We have to really like unpack that a little mm-hmm. bit. What's the sentiment behind it? It is—it's not for the women; mm-hmm. it's for the men. Yeah, like in really, it's so. Men do not have lustful feelings Mm -hmm. of a woman's body or face or hair or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So it's technically not for the women. Mm -hmm. It's for the men. And to me, that reeks of the same kind of mentality of like... She was asking for it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Of course
1: it does. Of course it's fucking stupid yeah. to hide a woman behind a curtain. Like that is I we are <laughs> curtain. <laughs> I'm very sorry for this flippant remark. Uh <laughs> no, but like of course it's fucking stupid. I'll no. agree with that. But are you are you like uh, disbanding the patriarchy? just by banning that or are you just gonna take away some of the remaining liberties that you know women who live under it have that is kind of
0: what's the remaining liberty though i don't think to, well, to go out completely covered like so,
1: i guess so like i'd rather go out covered that not than not go out at all <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you could say that about masks too <laughs> yeah absolutely. To go out absolutely
1: absolutely <laughs>
0: So, you're right, I don't think it's helping them, mm-hmm. like the people who are already in Switzerland, who yeah. have a burqa, the 30 people. It's not yeah. helping the 30 people. But maybe it's helping that those 30 people don't turn into, you know, thousands or whatever, okay. or hundreds.
1: Okay, so you think it's a message to...
0: I mean, it also has other problems. It, it is a me- I think it is a message, and I okay. don't think it's a terrible one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like there was, there have been so many discussions about this. It was mostly Islamic culture, cultural issues and clashes with yeah. how things are being done in Switzerland. It's, there was this case where I think um, two brothers from a Muslim family refused to shake hands with their female teacher.
0: Okay. And yes.
1: That was a huge deal. Like. Um, because i don't even know how it all ended like i was just that that was just a thing that was being discussed in the media and i'm like yeah that is not cool like if you uh,
0: is it, w- so just to clarify uh was it not shaking their hands not out of like is it out of disrespect for them or is it like my religion prohibits me from touching an unmarried woman that i that I, was think, something like that? I
1: think it was the latter i yeah. mean i think it yeah. was like we don't shake women's hands or something it's
0: not like, like you know yeah i don't see you as my equal i will not shake hands. not like that no i
1: don't know, I don't Probably know the latter, but yeah. it was just like out of you know my my religion my culture says i don't do that yeah and the teacher was like well you go to school here you go to a public school here where we do shake hands and you're gonna you know live by the rules that apply here so um
0: weirdly enough that i find a little extreme of like why are you why are we forcing somebody to shake hands if they don't want to that that i find a little weird because look i mean obviously it's way different reasons but look now during the pandemic we're not shaking hands like it's not a big deal if somebody if if like i find that easily implementable kind of what, what do you think do you think it has like integration kind of i
1: think you know i guess what bothers me is like it's tricky because for another reason if you're not shaking hands for another reason it's because i don't know you we have you're i don't even know what you're it sick is a thing. let's say you're sick or you just feel you have some sort of
0: your hands are sweaty <laughs>
1: no or you have i don't know what kind of neurodiversities exist that make you really uncomfortable shaking people's hands or okay. really uncomfortable with touching other people but that would be a reason like okay this is you're saying like you feel uncomfortable i get that but if it's a made-up rule almost
0: well then we get into like the whole i mean freedom of religion thing which is believe me i'm not religious at all and it bugs Mm -hmm. me these sorts of freedoms actually do bug me because i'm like well i'll just come up with something to do then that's how i feel like (laughs) like it just bothers me on that level of like yeah, like you said, I kind of look at it as well. It's technically a made-up rule, even though it's your religion. I guess
1: religion. all of the shaking—shaking he- shaking your teacher's hand—is a made-up rule to begin with, too. Yeah, true. I guess. Mm, I guess. Look, this is like this is maybe a rule that sort of uh, it, discrimination materializes in it, and I guess that's where you want to draw the line. Like, you don't get to live your discrimination in my classroom. Mm-hmm. but but
0: weird so okay this is what I find weird I would see the the burka thing as more discriminatory than a guy not wanting to shake his teacher's hand I mean I understand that's a bit more of a smaller kind of offense let's say um but it's kind of don't you think it's kind of the same thing like it's just interesting to me that on the shaking hands thing you're like shake hands Mm -hmm. you can't not shake hands but yet on the burka one you're like let's not ban it you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean yeah
0: because in both cases it does come down to stupid freedom of religion and and your your (laughs) stupid rights that come through that but let's okay let's talk more about the burka thing like what about the practical i know it's 30 people okay but let's plan as if it will be more okay Mm -hmm. let's just um hypothetically say that um how do you get around the identity thing? That's that's the one thing I I find a big logistical kind of mean? obstacle. Your fucking ID.
1: Oh well, that's a that, but that's a different issue. We're not. No, talking no, I know,
0: about- I know. But like, what do we do about that? That that that's always like.
1: If you have to ID someone, you have to take the fucking thing off because otherwise, you cannot ID someone.
0: But that's inherently against the whole principle of the burka. Is that nobody should see you without the you know veil on okay well right and once you have that as an id as a photo like it's a photo as well not just somebody seeing you uh, in perpetuity somebody has a photo of your face i mean i can't see really religious people that would do that to ever be cool with taking an id photo but that's like a inherent problem problem
1: we already have now right
0: how like how so
1: I thought fo- there were religions that object to having their photo taken. Oh, really? I thought so.
0: Really? Thought, I've never heard of that.
1: Okay, well, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I read something about, like, you're having your photo taken means you have part of your soul taken away or something. <laughs> I don't even recall which religion it was. Anyway... Um, but don't we already have that issue now? Like, the people who wear burkas are already here, and right now they're wearing the burqa, but yeah, they wh- presumably is, also want like to have an know. ID, right? What, are, what do they What do? are they doing right now? Well, I guess they have to take the thing off to have their ID photo taken. Or maybe taken it's really and close and up also, just the eyes, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's just a practicality. That doesn't work on Maybe, maybe they need, why. like,
0: optical, uh, you know, identification. Yeah, Some of that futuristic know. shit might work on it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you I, I not know. I mean, I kind of get your point. You're right about that. How are we helping them like this? Not really, by banning it. You're not helping the thirty people.
1: You know what? The thing is also like the the, the people who argue in favor of a burqa ban, I'm not talking about you obviously, yeah. but the people who initiated this entire mm-hmm. thing. That is just a fucking uh, that they're pretending to to make it about women's rights. Yeah. When it's really about, you know, we don't like other cultures.
0: Yeah, we don't like, like- islamic culture as well that's okay okay i know what you mean that's why that's why it's also
1: it's a strawman argument you know like
0: (laughs) but that's always like why i that's i i feel weird being on that side once again but i'm kind of like i I hate this stuff (laughs) i just hate it and uh i never like agreeing with them but you know what this kind of comes back to them you remember in switzerland there was like a minaret oh yeah it's very similar that's that's more interesting to me because i was really on the border with that i'm like that
1: also it's like oh fuck it's just who cares
0: i'll tell you this
1: you can still have you can have rules as to like what times of the day they're allowed to who
0: is in how do you pronounce
1: it yeah is allowed to
0: uh call to to prayer
1: like allowed and i don't know wake people up or whatever you can have maybe rules about that because yeah. it affects you know uh- other people but then again we have fucking church bells at all times of the day so yeah every hour you know i feel like we should at least treat religions equally if we're gonna I allow guess. one of them to make
0: noise i guess but <laughs> yeah i know but see that's why i'm exactly on the board because on one side i'm like you know what i i think like you it's like fucking let these people do whatever they want they should be able to But, you know, at the same time, having grown up in Istanbul, it is fucking annoying. It's five times a day (laughs) and it's minutes long and it's Arabic. I always hated that because you know why it's Arabic? It's just so it's because it's uh, romanticized. you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, you hear the Arabic kind of call to prayer. In reality, it's just the guy going. Hey, come on down. We got another prayer going on. Come on, guys. It's time for prayer. Woo! Like, that's but in, all. It-
1: <laughs> but in Arabic? <laughs> yes, exactly. But in
0: Arabic, it's like, Allah. But it's like, wow. You feel like it's so mystical or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is fucking a little annoying. And on a certain level, I understand even the worst, like, right right wing SVP people who are like, I don't want my country to be. I'm a little bit like, you're kind of right because I, I fucking know I it. If it, they get it, I
1: get it. But I, I don't know. By the same token, let's like have, let's just not have religion in public places anymore. I mean, that
0: I would love that. Like, I would
1: love that. That I, would be easier. I would love that. I feel like you know, do your religion, do your religious stuff. Don't harm anybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't harm your, you know, your cat, your wife, your your daughters, your 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 sons. Like
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put my cat in a burger
1: no, let everybody, <laughs> including your family members, live the way they want, but and practice your your stuff. You know, yourself. I would like it if
0: people were even more secretive about it. Do you know what I mean? I want people to. I don't even want to ask people. Okay, like you know, you friends mean? or something. But just in general, I don't want to know what religion you do, and. Uh, You know what I mean? I just want it to be really personal. I think that would be better somehow. Like, really seriously personal. Anyway. But yeah, with the minaret thing as well, it's like... Hmm... Somehow it fits in in Istanbul. (laughs) (laughs) Here, like I don't know, in the middle of but whatever, it's a
1: tower in on a house. In, e- you in know? Escherwitzplatz
0: witzplatz it might like be an eyesore. <laughs> yeah,
1: but but look at go to witzplatz and, and It's already an eyesore. There so many eyesores <laughs> there. <laughs>
0: I know Hartbrücken fucking stinks. It's already a yeah. It's already terrible. I mean, terrible. from a
1: construction point of view, I'm like, oh come on, it's just a tower. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's so, not a big deal. The,
1: the, the shouting, calling the to shouting prayer. is the sure, bigger. Sure, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not.
0: I think we should do but, that kind of. You know that. You know those parties, like the headphone parties, where everybody puts on headphones and dances. That's what they should maybe. have for call to prayer. that sounds really good. <laughs> they should be on Clubhouse, is what it is. <laughs> they should be on Clubhouse, and do the call to yeah. prayers there. Come join. Um, yeah. You ever been inside a mosque? yeah yeah where i'm just curious
1: istanbul oh yeah okay yeah, like yeah. the the historic ones yeah the, the big ones the, yeah you know i i put something on my head and oh, did, did took my shoes off and everything scarf on. Yeah, yeah, yeah shoes come off Yeah, I mean, it's respectful, right? Um, I mean, I
0: will tell you one thing about... I don't like the taking off of the shoes I mean, I don't
1: enjoy it either because it's a fucking, like...
0: No, of course. It's like (laughs) saying, do you really enjoy a church? It's like, you can enjoy how nice it looks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the uh, taking off of the shoes in general in mosques because it just creates an inherent foot smell you know what I mean? yeah. it's just it's kind of unavoidable but at the same time don't you kind of like how it is inside a mosque everywhere is kind of carpeted it feels like hey this is like kind of comfy you know weird. I kinda, I, th-
1: my, my my thing is i hate carpet i don't understand how you could have carpet like anywhere
0: really yeah you don't I have carpet car- at, at your house Can no I? no that's true wow that's weird i don't
1: know i used to be like apparently like my dad told me that in the i don't know 70s 80s like it used to be like a sign of wealth because carpet's more expensive than laminate for example okay. so it used to be like a sign of like i can afford this
0: <laughs> imagine but, the, imagine that flex today yo bro i got a carpet at home oh shit
1: fucking hey carpet though. like it's so hard how do you clean that you don't. It's a you, you, you wash
0: it once a year yeah, and then you great, vacuum it. Great. You vacuum it. I mean, look. If you spill something on it, then you then you wash it or something. But I love carpets, dude. I mean, I like honestly. I like like normal parquet too, which is what I have at home. But mm-hmm. also with carpets, I, I like that too. I mean, but rocks are cool. Rocks are cool oh wait a minute well uh, to me those are the same thing a no, rug and a, carpet a, ru- a
1: carpet carpet is like wall to wall
0: oh you mean those things okay yeah. those I, I know what you mean those are you can't even pull them out
1: yeah exactly those, those are the those worst. types those are the worst. okay okay
0: so that's a rug that's for a you rock, oh, okay
1: area yeah area rugs are great um
0: okay okay but yeah i know what you mean indoor carpeting wall to wall that is always a little creepy i, I actually don't like that that feels filthy. hotels it's that like, feels filthy <laughs> that's filthy yeah and like i grew <laughs> up
1: at, around the germaphobe mother i mean didn't we all sure <laughs> and, but uh, and she would always like make us and if we'd go to a hotel that had like carpet it would like she she would be like don't go don't walk barefoot on this it's disgusting yeah. and we would always be like oh mom don't be such don't be germaphobe. so worried about it. And then I don't know. Years later, she read like a newspaper article. You know, ask Doctor So and So, and she was like, "Dude, hotel carpets are the worst. Yeah. They're so fucking gross." And That's my mom true. was like, "You know, highlighted it. And <laughs> so much bacteria. It to everybody. It's like I was right all along." And so- <laughs>
0: No, that's definitely true. It is so, one so of their, the so mosques don't
1: have carpet; they have rocks. Then. They
0: they have both. I think they literally have carpets, and on top of them, they have rugs. <laughs> mm,
1: yummy, uh, uh, yummy, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, wait a minute. I was gonna ask you something about this. You were talking about um, hotel, your mom. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, something a bit more simple. What about what about people? Like, okay, we talked about the taking off your shoes at the at the mosque. Mm-hmm. and uh, i've heard like somebody told me once that um when somebody came over to visit and took off their shoes they're like hey it's not a mosque in here you don't have to take it off um i, I just want to talk about the idea of taking off shoes mm-hmm. while when entering home like is that yeah. you do it right yeah are you shoed inside or
1: i take my shoes off yes as, like i do it when i get into my own home yeah and i'm not uh i don't have house shoes so i walk around in my socks yeah and um my where i grew up like my parents had like s- stone floor of sorts yes. so it's kind of cold so we have like slippers and stuff and my parents were never when they had visitors they'd always be like i'll keep your shoes on don't worry about it but then people would insist on taking them off anyway
0: okay good but
1: in my own home i i take my shoes off like always yeah always and and of course same thing when i go to someone else's place yeah now i know that there's other countries where that's less common and if you make people take their shoes off when they come to your house you're you know
0: you're an freak yeah and um, but like at one point like some of these people will also not take off their own shoes in their own house do you know I mean, what i mean like i've seen people like that too which when do you take off your shoes then before getting in bed when is the pr- appropriate time then i find
1: it weird like I, that i found really weird yeah like you sh- most shoes are all right to walk around in, but like not that comfortable I no.
0: mean,
1: also like in for god's sakes like you're gonna walk around in public yeah. your feet are gonna be dirty do you yeah. really want to clean your floors all the time like that's kind of nice i want there to be. to be a yeah a nice
0: boundary of outside <laughs> and inside no definitely what about the people you know those stupid hippies that don't wear shoes outside in the summertime what do they do when they get Can home you just
1: be, why can't you just be normal you know, like, I
0: know. Oh.
1: but i mean that it doesn't bother me like who cares do whatever you feel like doing
0: no i mean sure it does bother me though wait I mean, a minute you
1: wash your feet before you come into my house but it, it
0: bothers me when i see them in the train <laughs> and their fucking toenails and it's just <laughs> put on fucking something dude um yeah. Okay.
1: My parents have friends, and they'd uh, not only insist on taking their shoes off in our house, but also bring up, bring around their own slippers. That's out of line too. <laughs>
0: Keep your fucking <laughs> shitty slippers at home. Don't Seriously, bring your own.
1: Pack them up, and it was like those Birkenstock slippers. Yes, you know? like, yes the Birkenstocks. <laughs> I was like, my God, uh, it
0: doesn't get
1: any more Swiss than I know, that. You, you have know? a travel
0: set of your yeah. own shit. Oh my God, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: kind of cute, but also like. Ugh
0: well you know what's a little interesting pet peeve i'm not gonna tell you who but one of the comedians who stayed over for shows here once mm-hmm. uh you know the cats are around and they're yeah. kind of like petting them or whatever yeah. and one of the comedians who stayed over one day like came over to peanut and it was like oh peanut he went and kissed him on the head and i was like i talked to him later i was like dude don't kiss my cat okay, that's <laughs> that's fucking not cool really? okay <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. It was. It was just. It was funny. Of course, to just tell him that. But um, on a certain you level, are, you
1: are. You are. weirdly territorial about things, <laughs> uh-huh. Ahmed. Like, no,
0: but kissing is too. Well, why are you? Ki- like I kissed that cat. No, ki- kissing is too much to. And and right on time, by the way, Peanut is coming, joining the conversation. He heard his I name.
1: Starting to play with the with the, the Dunkin' paper.
0: Donuts thing. Hey, oh,
1: that is on
0: the podcast. Yes. That's Oh, it's like ASMR. Okay, here you go. They'll play with that for a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, like, don't fucking kiss my cat, dude. Pet it. (laughs) Pet it. Be do cutie. Oobity boobity kind of, you know, talking with it. But don't fucking kiss his head. <laughs> it's a little too much. You're weird.
1: <laughs>
0: don't kiss my fucking cat, <laughs> Would you be okay if I came over to your house? I was like, oh, mwah, mwah, and I just kiss your cat. I don't have a cat, and yeah, if I you think did. I, I
1: think I'd be cool with it. Like, who gives <laughs> a shit? It's a cat. I mean, as long as the cat doesn't seem to feel uncomfortable. Like. Yeah, he
0: can't consent. That's the that's the
1: thing. Yeah, but like also objectively probably literally doesn't care and if cats yeah. doesn't don't want to do something they simply they'll let you will know let you know they will and let you will know remove themselves from yeah. that situation yeah.
0: it would be funny if i got even more territorial with it like don't touch his belly bro don't rub the belly that belly is mine <laughs> no it's i mean obviously i don't care that much but it, it was kind of just it was just a funny thing to tell them don't do that man that's my cat you don't get to kiss my cat <laughs> I mean Uh, Okay, so uh let's let's roll back a little bit now. We talked, this was nice, we went into different topics. Mm -hmm. Um coming back to the the burka fan boat
1: we've by the way been talking about burkas for uh, half an hour so. no i know we started with that
0: we went into the minaret thing and then before you know it don't kiss my cat so it's perfect <laughs> I, I should that's what i should do i should put the cats in a burka <laughs> nobody gets to see these cats
1: it's as if you're trying you know you're trying to really integrate you're shoving down all the like who hey, does this is my wife
0: blah, 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 like they're
1: just projecting it onto your cat now <laughs> On my like, cats, exactly. Being really, (laughs) liberal about
0: everything except your (laughs) cats except (laughs) my fucking cats (laughs) uh i'm i get kind of annoyed with um, so one aspect of this burka thing is that they uh, one thing that i actually don't agree with that the whatever isfah people would be saying is like that uh if you live in this country you have to kind of integrate and you have to follow the rules of the country and so on which
1: in a way, sure. In
0: a way, sure. But I think I would actually boil that down to one thing. Language. You just have to be able to speak the language. I think that's the main thing of integration, so to say. Mm-hmm. I think everything else is kind of up for grabs. Okay? If you speak the language because what else is... I, I always find okay. culture to be a very fluid, changing, hybrid <laughs> Yeah, kind like of what thing. is
1: part of culture and what is... I mean, I feel like as a uh, as like European or Western European person, you want t- tend to assume that the way we deal with things is the default way of being a decent human being, yeah, without recognizing that this is just like very a very eurocentric point of view on like basic human decency I mean, yeah. Um
0: but like okay let me ask you this what outside of language would you throw into the box of integration
1: I mean integration assumes that if you it's hard because like in in a lot of asian countries as far as i'm uh, informed it is completely okay to spit on the floor yeah because i think you do it because you're thirsty or whatever i don't know why yeah. people do it but it's they're it's football okay. players <laughs> it's okay to do yeah. it yes and in switzerland at the very least it is not okay it's not forbidden but yeah. like people don't Frou- frown do it. upon it's definitely. frowned upon yeah right yeah so i would argue like if you come here spinning on the floor everywhere like dude knock it out lock, but, knock I mean, it off you okay. know <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of interesting
0: <laughs> also, also
1: like in in this i i saw that happen in china and again it, it, it's your country you, you know you live however you you see fit but Uh, apparently it is not very common to put your toddlers in diapers and they would have like this is something i saw okay they would have like trousers that had a zipper that went all the way you know like you could open it at the crotch and they (laughs) would would just like pee on the ground somewhere
0: oh my god
1: I, i saw that like yeah yeah parents would let their kids pee in the street like and like regularly not just like this is an emergency there's nothing else we can yes. do but like as a as a regular thing yeah. as a regular occurrence and i remember cuz in hong kong where i did my masters degree they nobody does that yeah like they're very like is it a countryside
0: of the- kind of thing China country, I think it's just
1: mainland China, mainland China, and yeah. Hong Kong used to be under British sure, colonial sure. rule for so long, which is why they have all the long queues and they yep. have a lot of like the very British like etiquette there. Yes, and uh, but because of so many mainland Chinese now living in Hong Kong, there is this kind of cultural clash almost between within Hong, themselves, which between is interesting. Hong Kong Chinese yeah. and mainland Chinese. So when I don't know, there was an incident where I don't know a mainland Chinese mother, I think, let her child take a dump on the street or something, yeah. and then someone saw it, filmed it as it happens, and huge outrage. And it was this entire, you know, uh, thing of oh, she's not, they're not integrating or something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean,
0: hmm. so uh,
1: yeah, that ahead. is also something that you don't do here and if you
0: (laughs) speak for yourself if you did
1: that then yeah i guess rightfully so you could say you're not integrating very well if you're letting your kid that would be by
0: the way that would be fantastic merch for this podcast (laughs) toddler trousers with a zipper in the crotch just for emergency shits um uh so actually this kind of is an interesting thing what do you think about the statement all cultures are equal what do you think about that because okay so let's say i come from a bit of a a, different let's say a little bit of a different culture than just western european necessarily i've lived in a different culture Mm -hmm. than that let's say even though i've lived here and in america for a long amount of time um and let's say the spitting everywhere thing okay Mm -hmm. like it's even to me i'm like i don't think that's good i don't want people spitting everywhere i mean especially now after the (laughs) pandemic i (laughs) doubt they'll still be doing it but So, what do you think about that idea of like all cultures are equal? I don't always, I'd like to believe that, but I don't think I always agree with it.
1: I don't, I don't know that they are. I find it kind of dumb to want to compare them, compare them necessarily. Like, every, I bet every culture has good things. Every culture probably has bad bad things. things. Like, yeah, yeah. I also like, why do we have to like rank them anyway yeah like, sure
0: sure um whether to to say equal or one is better than the other um yeah that's true there's no need to no need to compare them but that's what i also think kind of like a little be bit
1: equally critical with all of them i'd say sure let's not i mean if we're i think we both try to be respectful to to things we don't know much about and you're like okay you know the default reaction is you get to live your life however you choose even though I might not understand your culture or whatever,
0: I do like to be. I do like to silently judge yeah. behind someone's back. That that is one of my fun hobbies. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's
1: it's a lot. It's a lot safer to criticize your own culture than it is sure. to criticize others. <laughs> sure, that's why I'm like
0: fuck you, bork that, <laughs> no,
1: it's it's it is
0: safer. I know, but. Um, but okay. So this is what I, uh, why I also brought that up in relation to like just integration and stuff that kind of bothers me. The idea of like, well, in in, in Switzerland, it's a bit harsher, I guess, than maybe in Germany. Mm -hmm. I think Germany has a bit more like, well, France as well. It's kind of interesting there, whatever. The idea of integration of like fitting in, I actually don't like that at all. I 100% see the value of you have to speak the language. And obviously overt stuff like, you know, spitting, let's say, I guess those are the little things that cause a bit more of a problem. But I think outside of that, you make your own, like integration to me isn't, becoming exactly like everyone else it's yeah. the, it's mixing in and making so if you're a Muslim and you're born in Switzerland is it's for you to create the identity of being a Swiss Muslim both at the same time I mm-hmm. think that's like really
1: I guess it's more maybe integration is more like partake in
0: participating the, participate in
1: society in society yeah and society as it is like I guess it's a little bit of a it's a shame to create like parallel societies in one country. It happens a lot with expats. I yeah, I was just gonna
0: say that. Look at our comedy scene, even though we have a lot of Swiss people too. It is a interesting is like a expat a, bubble sometimes. In, like
1: in Zurich it's a little probably a little less so, but I think Geneva it's yeah. it's it, there's there's expats and then there's Swiss people. Yeah. And little like, you know, exchange <laughs> yeah. between the two. And I saw that happen in Hong Kong as well. Mm -hmm. Like there was, if you walk through certain neighborhoods, like you you would think you'd be in New York. Yeah. Just by, you know, the the restaurants that were around the stores, the people you'd see, the clothes, like everything. It's just like, it could be anywhere in the world, right? Yeah. And, um, and. It would be no problem and hanging out in a restaurant there you would be like everybody's white here or you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: it could be it could be it could be new york literally yeah and and then you go to another area and everybody's chinese and again like i felt like there wasn't though that is not it there's very fra it's very fragmented yeah, you know, and it's very yeah. easy to stay in your own bubble, segregated, which yeah. is a bit of a shame. Like I know you want interaction. I get it because on the one hand you're in a maybe you're in a foreign country and you're like you want to you want to have something familiar. Yeah and maybe you're you're in your own country and you're like i don't want to bother with those people like they don't share my <laughs> lifestyle uh, they don't share my yeah. culture they this they shit on my culture even and i don't want anything <laughs> to do with it. i like, i get both sides of it a little yeah. bit but it's a bit of a shame like if you're somewhere long term then maybe you should it's trying. also
0: i think we we try to do too much all at once do you know what i mean <laughs> it's like it's like just okay even for like people in borkas okay which is maybe i'm e- already kind of changing my mind a little bit it's almost like you know what just say yeah yeah it's okay and then let people have like a couple of generations and i just feel like it's just gonna change anyway it's just gonna break off and become its own brand new kind of thing do you know what i mean i think i think if you give people time like if you suddenly just bring somebody um hypothetically you bring a a uh, a person who's never met uh civilization and you put him in in the middle of manhattan and you go integrate motherfucker Mm -hmm. he's gonna be like oh whoa whoa," you know whereas if you if you let him if you let him go hunt for a couple generations of people like i know so many turkish people who moved to germany Mm -hmm. and they came from of course like the village mainland Mm -hmm. turkey let's say and they came from there. So they have very traditional values, religious mm-hmm. as well, and everything. They moved to Germany and then, you know, maybe they live a little bit of that secluded, segmented kind of life. Mm-hmm. They don't exactly integrate, so to say. They hang out with their own people. They go to work. Mm-hmm. They know a little bit of German just enough, but they culturally, they're just there. But you know what happens? They have kids and kids grow up there mm-hmm. and they turn into kind of more or less. They turn into a version but they turn into german people yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and they just yeah. do you believe in god by the way no okay that's all i wanted to know <laughs> <laughs>
1: Random, but no, I'm not. Are you, really. are you
0: spiritual at all? No. No, nothing, right? Although
1: no, the people who are not religious but spiritual are the I worst.
0: I fucking hate <laughs> them. It's like, take a strong stance, you fucking spineless jellyfish. Decide <laughs> one thing or another. You know what? I don't believe in God and religion, but uh, there's a power. It's like, you, you don't know it, okay? Can you just admit you don't I mean, know? <laughs> I don't know
1: either, you know? I would yeah. never go on the records like, I can prove there is no God. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't think. There is, and yeah. And but look, if that's it, that's it for me. I don't want to convince anyone that. No, of course. I hate those atheists yeah. who will, you know, debate you until the end of time to try and convince you that there is no God. Like, okay, like, just let people yeah what do Let you have leave to gain people alone if like. you don't believe it what's the
0: str- what why are you why is the strong opinion does, if you don't believe who, it do, exists
1: what do you care whether someone else believes in god like, yeah it's know. like saying
0: you know what the loch ness monster doesn't fucking exist you'd be like um okay, okay then dude, why are you like- obsessed about it <laughs> no i know what you mean um uh oh my god my mind went blank i was gonna say something about this uh the people you said the people who were religious and want to uh who are not religious who are atheist and want to convince you the whole time i, I mean, know
1: i guess you could count me as an atheist but i just have no desire to debate someone
0: on no, the of existence not. of
1: god i'm just like you know what you do you and i and do me and I-, I don't have
0: it's not like my opinions are even that str- if god can, if i went to he- whatever afterlife and god is like guess what look at me what, what do you think now what do you have to say and he just mm-hmm. looks at me i'll be like okay i fucked up i'm sorry like i don't know i don't know don't be so harsh like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna I was see told, jesus i
1: was told you love everybody so <laughs> yeah exactly
0: exactly i'd be like god i'm sorry i fucked up you created me i have my flaws i just had the feeling you know and uh and you
1: don't make mistakes so this was your fault Yeah. does god
0: make mistakes that's kind of interesting I think Can christians, we
1: christians christians say god doesn't make mistakes doesn't i thought so
0: But then again, I'm
1: not intimately familiar with scripture because guess what? (laughs) Yeah. I never really was a big fan.
0: Yeah. Um, I wonder if he does make mistakes. He must. I mean, I don't know. Is he just, oh my God, the cats are fighting right now. Okay. Forget about it. Uh, They're very strong. They have strong opinions on atheism. Um, Okay. We're at the 45 minute mark. Mm-hmm. this was pretty fun let's do fucking one more topic at yeah. least <laughs> can we do an
1: easy one like, yes. like this is so heavy and like this culture was heavy but and, i kind of
0: liked it and, this is, and, and, and
1: burkas and yeah like, i don't i, know, like I just it. want everybody to live a happy life and for that's no where one we to, disagree i for, want suffering <laughs> for no one to tell them what to do <laughs> like that is yeah, what sure. i want
0: <laughs> sure what do you think about cannibals do you think we should let them do what they want to do hey there's consent there's everything that's i think that's like another weird thing you know i always like to bring it back to cannibalism because that's like the crux of a question that's hard to answer because there's consent there everybody's technically happy the buyer is happy the seller you know the uh (laughs) seller is happy (laughs) um yeah. Okay. Uh. Okay. I'll let's do, <laughs> let's not do, let's do a, uh, yes, I'm just joking. Let's do a lighter one. Ready? Uh, let's do this. Am I the asshole one? Okay. Yeah, let's I kind of like that one. I'm going to have to read it out. Uh, one second. I'm just, okay. Okay. Ready. So the topic is this. Am I the asshole for telling my si- uh, future sister-in-law that I won't be attending her child-free wedding? Cause a lot of my other family members, uh, are going to drop out as well future sister-in-law marrying brother they're having a child-free wedding i have three other sisters we all have kids as do most of our cousins families kind of spread out around the state and then once i found out they wanted to make it child-free i I began to kind of lose interest in going to the wedding you know i don't want to be away from my kids for a couple days and it's just a hassle to find them living arrangements especially for when me and my husband are gone okay and um Uh, especially since also most of our adult family members will be at the wedding, you know, Mm -hmm. so we'd have to leave them with some kids and you know what? I just don't like leaving uh, kids with friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, so I told them um, it's her wedding and her decision to do a child free wedding. So I just decided I I declined that I was, I declined to go stating I don't want to leave my kids. And after I dropped out, many of my other sisters got the courage to drop out as well. Because they also have toddlers. And then my cousin started to say no as well. Now it's become a huge deal in the family and caused a lot of drama. My brother has called me, yelled at me, saying I'm the one who caused all the problems. Um, And my parents who are paying for half the wedding are also pissed that so many family members on our side aren't coming. And they were already against somewhat the idea of having a child-free wedding in the first place and now have started to pressure my sister-in-law to make it child-free. But my sister-in-law refuses to meet in the middle and says the wedding will remain child-free, but she's also mad at all of us for not coming. Um, I just don't want to be a part of it if it means being away from my kids for days. Am I the asshole?
1: this is trickier than i thought because when i just heard child free wedding i'm declining to go i thought yes you are the asshole because yeah. okay full disclosure i don't have kids i don't like i'm not a huge kid person i 100 percent understand that your wedding which is you know 12 a 12 hour affair maybe that yeah. you don't want kids there because they do tend to disrupt stuff like that i completely understand if you don't want to have kids at that completely get it And I think if you cannot be away from your kids for 12 hours, like, unless it's, if it's a newborn, yeah, maybe then you can go or, you know, you only go for two hours or something. I get it. But in general, like, you can leave your kids for 12 hours with someone. Yeah. Okay. Now, apparently this is a, people have to travel to this wedding and they're going to be away for several days. And uh, childcare options are arguably difficult to find for several days for like a number of... Safe ones, yes. Safe ones (laughs) for young kids. So I get it that this is a very, like, from a logistical point of view, that that is a nightmare. Yeah. So I kind of get both parties in this. I feel like, I don't know, it sounds pretty... uh, It sounds like both are quite stubborn. I mean, if I had... If I were the bridal... Part of the bridal couple, I maybe would have... You know organized some sort of child babysitting service for the day off maybe yeah because yeah. that's another wedding expense i guess but if it's so important to have your family there and to have not the, the kids not at the ceremony then like maybe that would have been worth it i feel like this this problem could have been solved also like it's a pandemic how are they having a huge wedding i mean right this, now? this
0: is from like a long time ago.
1: oh really okay
0: yeah yeah um I'll tell you this. I think the, the sister-in-law with the wedding, I think they're the assholes. Okay. In the sense that I don't like the idea of a child-free wedding. I think that's somehow pompous because it's like, you know what? Children, whatever age they are, are a part of the fucking family. Where do you draw the line? First of all, can a 10-year-old come? Can a 13-year-old come? Can a seven-year-old come? You have to draw it somewhere. Anyway, but fuck you. They're part of the family too. And if I was that woman, I'd be like, you don't get me w- w- without the other parts of me. Fuck. Like, I would. I think it's completely f- it's OK to say, hey, I'm going to do a child free wedding. But then you have to be ready for sure, people to be I, like, absolutely. I'm not leaving my child alone.
1: And I, I, I get. Yeah, I get that. Like your boundaries, their boundaries. Like you have yeah. to, if you have if you have a uh, certain wishes, you have to respect other people's wishes that go against yours. That, uh, absolutely.
0: And a wedding is also it's a fun joyous celebration. Okay? It's not this Maybe perfect your wedding <laughs> <was>. <laughs> it, It's it's not supposed to be this thing of like everything is perfectly oh, no, I, programmed and it will be perfect nothing can ro- It's like fuck off. It's a wedding. It's a celebration. Let everybody be there. I, I want babies at the wedding. I get it. Like, I want when I'm doing a like if I'm doing if somebody's doing a speech, I want a baby to go or something, you know, like that's fine. I want toddlers running around the dance floor that's all good it's all it's beautiful things you know like and this isn't like if it was anything else but a wedding something a bit more serious like whatever I can't think of a good example now but uh okay your your bar exam graduation thing let's Mm -hmm. say okay and you don't want kids to be there, or you're doing a party at home, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a drinking adult party, and you say, mm-hmm. you know what, don't bring your kids.
1: But Total wedding unfair. is a drinking adult party. <laughs> sure, sure it is.
0: But the cool thing is, the the parents can still handle their kids. Like I do, I do like the idea you brought up. Is like set up some sort of care service so they can come with their kids. But you know what, during the wedding there's whatever people to look after the kids so you don't have to worry about them so you can let loose a little bit more but overall it's like i don't know i look i don't have kids either and i'm not like i like the idea of kids and everything but i'm also not like i want to have them i love them but at the same time i do hate this thing of people hating kids not you but I just mean in general, people being like, Ugh, "I, I, I hate ki-, like."
1: I don't hate kids. I yeah, feel like of you don't. should you should be like a little bit generous, just generosity. Sure, with, you know, in your head, like yeah it's it, it only goes as far as other people are being considerate i feel like it goes both ways there's people who are like so far up their ass about not wanting to be disturbed yes ever by a loud kid and i am be like okay get a grip this is a world you share it with other people other people have you know young people <laughs> make emissions yeah. that yeah. you might not like and that's just the world you live in okay and then there's also parents who think the world should evolve around them and yes. their kids needs, and them, they yeah. will like not understand that, you know, if you have a if you have a baby and you're in church, it's like you know wedding ceremony, or whatever, and you have a kid screaming, and your first instinct isn't to like pick it up Take and out. leave and leave the room. Yes. Then I feel like okay, come on, believe like, me, there I, is other people yeah. like you should i feel like it goes both ways right i don't
0: you're right i also hate that kind of for lack of a better word like that mommy selfishness (laughs) where they're like this is my baby and everybody enjoys them exactly it's like no don't bring him to you know batman begins into this (laughs) he's bothering me um but at the same time i also say this a wedding is a fucking like to come for a wedding cross country yeah, somewhere that is a big it doesn't matter deal. That if it, even, it doesn't matter deal. if it's your family whatever it is a big fucking deal yeah, okay yeah, it is absolutely. a big deal so you have to be welcoming and nice to those people right That's
1: true that's true I guess my, I, I don't have I mean it's more now, but like when I was, when I was younger, like all the weddings that happened around me were like, you have a 45 minute car ride there tops. Yes. Like that is as far as you travel yes. for a wedding. Now that I know more people, my own age getting married and a lot of them live in another country, I'm starting to like, oh yeah, some weddings do like require a considerable planning and taking time off and money travel. as well. Just to money. get to places. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Like you're imposing a lot on, people with with some weddings and you know the more you impose on them the more the less you can expect them to like yeah uh, you know um, play along with your whims yes um so yeah i guess in camp like i don't think i would make my child my wedding child free just because i feel like okay let's it's this too is much not, i don't want an uptight i wouldn't yeah. want an uptight thing anyway yeah so um well, yeah but on, on the <laughs> other hand i'm like okay this is it is your party. This is your thing. And if you don't want kids there, I mean, that's, that's, that's That's also fine. Of course. I respect that.
0: Yeah. Okay. A little tangent on this. Am I the asshole? Because I read one that was weirdly similar, uh, regarding kids at weddings. Okay. So this is what happened Mm -hmm. with somebody, apparently, um, had this wedding. People came with kids and so on. It was next to a lake or something. And then either during the ceremony or on that weekend on that wedding weekend during the party or ceremony sometime one of the kids of the parents of the guests went into the lake and drowned okay <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay somebody's kid drowned at this other person's wedding okay oh which is god. which is fucking terrible yeah. like I, I don't know you have to stop the wedding i guess at that point um yeah, or so. or you just say take your child out and leave <laughs> no um so, this was the am I the asshole-y kind of question was that the, the people from the wedding, you know, they have photos. It's still their wedding, even though a child died. Okay. Yeah. So, they, they st- at some point, they started to like post wedding photos. You know what I mean? And these people yeah. are friends with them on Facebook, whose, whose child died, and everybody yeah. knows what happens. And everybody started to gang up on them, saying, like, you can't fucking share this shit. Where our child died at your wedding and you're sharing the photos. (laughs) That's a a tough situation. I mean, I just feel
1: feel so bad for everybody involved. Like, first of all, I feel terrible for the parents whose kid drowned. Like, that's the most horrific thing that can happen, you know? But
0: also your wedding getting ruined by a dumb kid drowning.
1: (laughs) I mean, let's not blame the poor kid. But, yeah, that is... That is not what you would want. I think if that happened to me, I probably wouldn't want to share those photos anyway, because just that is a the day tainted. I'd forget. I'd be like, you know what, let's just have a re...
0: Have another have private another, small one. Have another party. Have a child-free wedding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe that would solve it. Yeah, maybe that's... See, safety is the, issues. Safety exactly, issues. It's safety
0: issues. I don't want one of your kids drowning and ruining my wedding.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't want to post those pictures. <laughs> Uh, anyway because i'm like i don't want to be reminded of today i try to get married and i accidentally yeah caught in, you know
0: yeah of course i oh know everybody's <laughs> wet in the wedding photos from <laughs> diving in the lake well on uh, that up note um i think we made it to the end of this podcast yeah, we're about close it? to an hour I, I like this. You don't like the dark topics. You don't like the. I mean, I like the dark topics, but, but I'm like I don't know.
1: Like today, I'm in a I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like to start off at like a serious debate place, mm-hmm. and then find a little funny somewhere. Yes, that was it, folks. That was it for this uh, third edition of um, the Knee Jerk Podcast with me, Ahmed Bilge, and Michelle Colt. Perfect as always. Thank you, everybody. See you another time. Bye. Bye.